Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the NXT 2.0. Review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT 2.0. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review NXT 2.0, but also Raw, SmackDown, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course. On Wrestle Culture, as I said, though, joined by Michael Sidgwick to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. We've got all that fallout from Toxic Attraction attacking Racco Gonzalez. We've got this mad eight man to look forward to. LA Knight versus Odyssey Jones. But we're not going to start with that, are we? Quite clearly, we're going to start with the big story this week. Well, there's a certain debut we've been in rapt anticipation of, and it's happening tonight. It's going down tonight, and it's just so great. What's happened? The law of NXT Dubai. Oh, is that Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon have said, I'm sick of looking at these short lads in kick pads in this dark environment. How does this look anything like WrestleMania, right? What we need to do is go back to what we know best. We need to go back to wacky cartoonish gimmicks from our 1980s heyday and NXT Dubai. Oh, has been reimagined under this purview. It's magnificent. There could be anything. There could be like, they've probably gone through a roller decks of everything. There could be a golfer guy. They've already had a hockey guy, so it's not beyond the realms of possibility. Yeah. There could be a golfer guy. There could be a redneck guy. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be accent bonanza if there was like a redneck guy. This is the thing, right? But instead, they've chosen a caricature of a mafia guy and we've been charmed by Tony D'Angelo because... The cliche, the caricature is just so Vince. Well, we're in love with it. Yeah, I mean, like, I got into wrestling when I was, like, what? I want to say, like, 10, 10, 11 years old, maybe. Like, properly got into WWF, as it was. And it was the midst of the Attitude Era. It's the perfect time to become a wrestling fan. And then, you know, periods of time where I would drop out of watching wrestling and come back into it and what have you. And then, obviously, it developed into a career, which I'm incredibly lucky to have. And in the process of that, I'd like learn about what was going on before I <laughs> became a wrestling fan. I completely accidental that. And I'd be like, sorry, what? There was a guy called the Goon, and he was meant to be a hockey, ice hockey player. Or there was 
a, a plumber who was also, or there was, you know, repo man. Like, I wasn't aware of those initially because when I came in, it was stone cold flipping people off and The Rock just murdering people with promos. And I sat there and I think, what are you doing? Like, growing up in the Attitude Era, they just come in and they're just badass and you just fall in love with them immediately or you hate them immediately or whatever it may be. And I think, what were they doing before? Why would anyone get on board with this? Very few people did. And now we know, though. <laughs> why? Now I can Now I get it. Why the pig and hog people did well or whatever it may be. They did well, but had a job, basically. Because Tony D'Angelo, he captured my heart. <laughs> okay. We played a bit of a game last week. It was awesome. Uh, we failed, though. Yeah, we said, I think I said wise guys. But uh, I didn't pick, I picked schmuck as my word, and I didn't say it. So, so a uh, bit of context, what was the game? The game was we were going to pick where he was located for his promo. They just filmed it at the docks again to save money. Uh, and, like, what he was going to say and relate to. Like one specific word. Yeah. We didn't get it. But this week... We're going to win this time. Oh, 100%, because we're going to try and do a smattering of uh, what you've got to look forward to from Tony D'Angelo's in-ring debut, as some might say. This is as only Adam Wilborn would say. <laughs> so we're going to pick a few things here. We're going to pick an entrance theme. Yep. We're going to pick a finisher, Yep. obviously. And the biggest thing of all, if anyone has been listening to it, literally any of our coverage of WWE ever, three words, Michael Sidgwick, What's your thing? If anyone's looking behind the lore of what's your thing, it's Michael Hamflit's absolutely incredibly precise bit of analysis in which Vince McMahon will distill characters to something that they do or they have, or what's like the thing you do. Like Emma's pointy arms. It's like, what's your thing? Oh, well, actually, um, I've wrestled some really good matches with my authentic babyface persona. Yeah, but, but boring. What's your thing? Oh, I kind of do this thing where I do like a silly dance. Boom. That's your entire life now. You, you can watch it be personified on Friday night when they went, here is Mad Cat Moss, and he loves to have a laugh. That's all he did. <laughs> he's he's he a one-dimensional character. Joke, and then laughed, and he attacked Kevin Owens, and then laughed, and then he watched his mate or boss or whatever it may be win the match, and then laughed some more. And then they went to the back. So he laughs a lot. That's it. So what's your thing? Could be a prop. It could be a catchphrase. It could be an attribute. Yeah. It's just like a thing. It's it, what's your thing is what's the thing? I've got to say, I'm so giddy about this that I'm probably going to... I know we said we'd do one, but we're, we're going to... It's going to snowball this, and then we'll try and mention something else that's going to happen on NXT. But let's start with the most obvious... His entrance theme. Now, we would assume generic butt rock, but this is a new era of NXT. Michael Sidgwick, what's Tony D'Angelo's theme going to be? Well, uh, here goes nothing. Okay. I've Hang got on. Wait a second. I'm putting my feet on the desk. Huh? You pitch this to me, okay? Okay. There's two cliches. I was going to say options, but let's face it, they're cliches. <laughs> yeah. Right. Tony D'Angelo is the son of a mafia boss and is indeed a mafia boss because, you know, if you take one or two off the top, no problem. Take more than that, 
They call Tony. They call Tony. Tony, we got a problem. So Tony is literally a mafia guy. Yeah. Now, Tony, I'm not sure if you call the, the, the subtlety here, but Tony is also the name of the lead from the hit HBO drama The Sopranos. Mind blown. <laughs> so, I'm thinking they go more Sopranos than Godfather. Yeah. More modern-day gangster than these sort of, like, sagas. So, initially I'm thinking, are they going to do for, like, traditional Sicilian music, like the acoustic mm-hmm. cello, like you'll have heard it in your head. I'm thinking, no, because he's got relatives who are named after Richie April, Richie April and uh, Paulie Walnut. It's, it's Sopranos, so we need to go more Sopranos-based. Wrestling, and I include AEW in this biased ombudsman, <laughs> ombudsman. Like, literally, FTR have just ripped off Giorgio Moroder's chase. That was used, of course, by their heroes in the Midnight Express. This is a WCW thing. It's a WWE thing. It's an AEW thing. They get away with circle on the trademark. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I genuinely can't see past, for all of those reasons, a Jimmy Hart version. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Jimmy Hart version of the Sopranos theme. Yeah, he has never watched the Sopranos. No idea. Still not watched it. I do, we'll get around to it. Woke up this morning, got myself a gun. I think they're going to go for the Jimmy Hart version of uh, Woke Up This Morning. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I agree with you, but I've got to present a counter option. So I've gone a bit left field, let's say. Now, I'm going to pull back the coin a little bit. <laughs> okay, you have to... Me and Sige went for a drink after a work a while a while ago, and we were in the midst of our Tony D'Angelo hysteria, okay? And a song came on by Razorlight. And it's it's Oh my life. Oh Latin America. And the bit where it goes, it go in the song it goes, oh, 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 oh. And we went, oh, 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 oh Latin America. So Along those lines. Oh, Tony, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Tony! And then he walks out. It's 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 going to be popping off. Thoughts? You completely blindsided me there. You did. I mean, that's the funnier version. Imagine <laughs> if it's just like five seconds. We say, hey, Tony, you're so fine. You're so fine. Hey, Tony! And he's just he like, just walks out crickets. <laughs> just a complete silence. Yeah. But it's going to be there. The, uh, the Jimmy Hart Sopranos. Exactly. So let's move on to the finisher. Now, I've insisted from day one, okay, from the moment this business started, uh, this finisher needs to be called the schmuck driver. Any advance on that? I was going to call you Tony then. <laughs> Tony Sidgwick. I've gone, gone full gimmick. <laughs> Tommy. Um, right. Schmuck driver is too good. It's like if there was like in, I don't know, GCW or the recent sort of novelty indie mm, circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there was a guy who was like playing a tongue-in-cheek caricature of an Italian-American stereotype, which is exactly <laughs> what this is, yep, yep. I can imagine Schmuck Driver would be absolutely perfect for that. However, 
they are not doing this tongue in cheek in terms of a oh I'm kind of taking the piss out of a stereotype here, but you know if we make it so absurd that I can't possibly be offensive, it might just work. You've got your like correct head on, accepting of wider society head on. This is problematic. This is okay. this is WWE. Like they are going to go full earnest ball with this one. I'm thinking because Tony D'Angelo's in the mafia, right? And they don't like drivers. That's too wrestling. They like puns. Mm-hmm. It's all about puns. They don't like drivers. They don't really like slams that much. It has to be a sports entertainment. I'm being I'm being boring about it. But I want to win. Yeah, fair enough. I want to win. I think they will call whatever his finisher is the code of silence. Oh, there's another finisher called yeah. the code of silence. So they might want to disassociate from that. Sleeping with the fishes is too on the nose, even for WWE. Oh, it's Carmella, of course. She got the code of silence. Of course, she got the code of silence. She's from New Jersey. Um, oh, oh well, it can't be the code of silence then. Tight lips. <laughs> they like the docks a lot. So yeah. Maybe. Uh, the transfer of items. <laughs> maybe there's a bit of LTST when you cut yeah. the promo last week. The transfer of items. Nah, it's not going to work. Come up with another one and I'll call it one. Because Schmuck Driver it, isn't going to happen. I'm sorry. just calling it Capiche? Capiche? It's like the last thing they say of like Capiche and it's the finisher. So yeah. the not the Capiche, but he, Hits them with capiche. And that. Well, they do like... Oh, the what about, that's all she wrote. I think you're onto something. I'll... Oh, I'm going to have to change it from Code of Silence. I'll go with... Oh, no, it's too close to John Cena. I was going to say, you didn't see nothing. Okay? But I'll it's like too close that. to Cena. Maybe if they did, like, something like The Last Shot, mm-hmm. where they literally can't oh, see yeah, it coming. yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't see nothing would work for that. Right, Code of Silence doesn't work, and now I'm going to win. So I'm going to fill some time awkwardly <laughs> because I need to actually think of one. Well, can I, whilst you're doing that, yeah. can I start on one of two of my uh, What's Your Thing? Yes, absolutely. I've got a bigger thing here, yes. but just just because, again, I'm just, this is, oh, this is the, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan of Tony D'Angelo. Uh, I think they love a shoulder tackle, WWE, don't they? They love it. Now, you just, they run into each other, and down you go. Like, it's not a central thing, but an additional thing. A bit like Corbin's got a few things, for example. Shoulder tackle, right? They're laying on the ground. He looks down, he goes, Hey, I'm walking here! <laughs> I mean, that's the thing they could give him, and that could be his thing, couldn't it? Indeed. My very boring, non-banter, I want to win the finisher game is, there's two things. I think it was from Chicago, but then he's like on the Atlantic. Yeah, so it's, yeah, like that's it's New York, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, all those very closely said. I mean, when, when we do the accents, they are all merged together, but that's because we're British. So. Yes. He's in the docks. He likes the docks. Like his family business is run on the docks. His corporations. Uh-huh. Bruce Springsteen is very much like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. someone known to the very old white men who manage um, NXT these days. And have, Very and have done with the kids at the moment. Indeed, and have done since day one. How are you doing? <laughs> so I want to meld together the docks and greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Greeting from the docks. Greetings from the docks. Okay. That's what I think it's going to be. Right, finally, what's your thing? 
I think he's going to uh, have a hat. We've seen them have a hat. He's got a chain and a hat and a vest. I think he's going to, in the post-match, after he's just whacked his opponent. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he considers them a rat, like in Mafia Law, like, kill them with their eyes open or do something like that, I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched anything like this. He could, uh, if they're on the mat like that, like, uh, he's been beating me. He's going <laughs> to keep their eyes open and then put the hat over their face. Very nice. I've got something similar, and I genuinely can see this one being used. This isn't. This is me doing the gimmick, but also thinking... No, I think Vince has seen parts of things to say. I think this is a, an accurate representation. They're on the mat. Their eyes are all back in their head, like you say. Oh, but bloody beating me. Right. And he, he goes, he, he take, he's worn his jacket to the ring, huh? But he gives it, he hangs it on the ring post or whatever, so someone can bloody steal it. It's part of the storyline. Yeah. bollocks. Puts his jacket back on, just sorts the collar around, goes into his top pocket, huh? Pulls out a 20. He's going to tuck it into his opponent's trunks, and then as they're still laying there just dazed and confused, I'm going to try and get this on Mike. He's going to slap them in the face. Get yourself something nice from Uncle Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Scene. Perfection. The only problem is this could be the beginning of something beautiful, or we've discussed this before. The reason why we're, we're indulging ourselves so much here is this could be the beginning of the end, couldn't it? Yeah, it might be really boring. It might be really boring. Like, before we move on, and we are loath to do so because NXT's quite dry otherwise, mm. like, imagine you are the fella playing Tony D'Angelo in, like, you're in the meeting. Oh, Christ, I've got my gig. Good. Like, I'm going to make it as a star. Like, I'm going to make it on TV. I'm going to be a sports entertainer. This is all great. And then you've got Vince opposite. And you're like, like uh, Triple H was scary enough, but Vince, Jesus Christ, it's a good job I've never wrestled before, and therefore I'm like... More, more valuable to him. Like, it's just so odd. So he's thinking, uh, at least I haven't wrestled. At least I haven't weakened my aura by, you know, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At least I haven't done something wrong by learning my trade. <laughs> like, he sat opposite me. He goes, right, okay, what have you got for me? And you're thinking, I've not really watched this WWE stuff, but oh, I've got a few concerns. And Vince just looks at him and goes, You're going to play in a caricature of an Italian-American. It's like, oh, I It's just... It's funny. What do you got yourself into, Tony? Get yourself in deep. Huh? It's a made man. You came back out. Huh? <laughs> it's a Until you get released by the next round of budget cuts. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. All right, I suppose we better talk about the rest of this bloody show. Um... I suppose the big question is, what's next for Toxic Attraction? They're all over the promotional footage, and they were featured on Raw in terms of recapping what happened on NXT 2.0. It looks like it's going to be Mandy Rose and her associates targeting Raquel Gonzalez, the NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, if I know anything about NXT 2.0, 1.0 game show, it is that they love a bloody confrontation on the ramp. Um, Maybe... Gonzalez could dispatch of some Hamanega. And uh, after the fact, Toxic Attraction can come out on the ramp and thus ensues a stare down. That's all I've got. Yeah, they did the uh, the Nexus surrounding of the ring, even though it's not surrounded because there's only three of them yes. thing last week. And I just sense this. Because I mean, it's not like I always want to say, oh, well, this is obviously heading towards the next takeover. But is there not going to be another takeover, one would assume? I don't know. It's going to be funny if there is. Just because people can't performatively pretend to watch the TV show when they put it over on Twitter for 1,000 likes. Eh, takeover's great yet again. <laughs> 1.4K likes. You hack bastards. How are you getting away with that? But um, it feels like... Yeah, I know, I know, and still annoyed that Dakota Kai didn't get drafted, to be perfectly honest. Um, you know, I love the people that they've taken up there. Dakota Kai, they drafted bloody Aaliyah, let's not forget, and didn't draft Dakota Kai. Is she a free agent? Uh, no, she was picked up on the Talking Smack draft. With Dakota Kai? No, Aaliyah. What happened to Dakota Kai? I don't know. <laughs> I was asking Andy That's about this, sucks, in case I missed really it. Great. But um, as far as I know, I asked Andy, and he he, he sort of shrugged <laughs> regarding Dakota Kai. But um, yeah, it feels like Raquel Gonzalez isn't long for NXT 2.0. You said this in terms of they'll probably transition the belt onto someone akin, if not it already is, Mandy Rose, and then get Ma- Raquel Gonzalez on the main roster. Because, I mean, look at her. I mean, even if she doesn't go on, on the main roster, you could see the philosophical uh, sea change just coursing through NXT 2.0, like clearly Bron Break is the guy. He's a big unit, loads of muscles. And Mandy Rose is 
very telegenic. I'm trying to be the most diplomatic, non-JR way I can <laughs> think of putting this across. Marnie Rose is very telegenic, and she is going to be liked by uh, the people in charge. Mm. And oh, I suppose you could have the likes of Saray coming, to, who've had issues with toxic attraction in the past, coming to make the save. And oh, yeah, I'm not anymore. Yeah, yeah. They sort of just sort of went well. That's that taken care of. I think last week when she just kneed her in the face or whenever it was two weeks ago. Um, but I do hope that they don't do the storyline where the champion on the brand has no friends. Like, I get maybe this post-match beatdown and people not being ready for it after she's defended the title. But now, if she gets attacked again by a toxic attraction, which I feel like is going to be what's coming... Someone has to come to her aid. I hate that when they're just left alone to be beaten down. Is it your first WWE show, mate? <laughs> Indeed. Um, now, one of the matches I am genuinely looking forward to tonight is LA Knight versus Odyssey Jones. Two guys with a lot of potential on this brand, or at least within WWE, for diff- very different reasons. But I really hope they've got big things planned for Odyssey Jones, because he's he certainly passes my airport test. Yes, absolutely. He's... Uh... He's got a massive eruption of energy. He controls the screen very well. His, his ring work needs refinement. Um, hopefully they can get the logo. Loop. I don't know what the Florida numbers look like, actually. Maybe that's a very irresponsible thing to say. But everyone needs reps, and they've got a potential star on their hands. Like, Odyssey Jones is the kind of person who just dominates that screen. And I think LA Knight is the perfect guy to work alongside him because... There are two reasons. One, LA Knight is, if nothing else, and I think he's a bit more, but if nothing else, he's a really, really solid hand. Years and years of experience. He can guide. It's like the dark arts, like, it might be a little bit perfunctory a viewing experience for us to watch something like LA Knight versus Odyssey Jones, but it's the sort of thing that they might learn something that they couldn't in three months' worth of classes like a little trick or whatever. So I think you could do worse than work against a journeyman of LA Knight's caliber. And it's not going to be as boring as anything I've just said because LA Knight is a really gifted comedic performer and he can bump like an idiot and he can sort of sell the slapstick of getting like trucked by Odyssey Jones. I think it'll be a worthwhile match to put on in the parameters of NXT as a developmental show. And it'll be entertaining because LA Knight knows his role in this sort of situation. And I know why he knows his role. That's because he's been doing a rock impersonation act for 20 years. How you doing? <laughs> Very nice. Odyssey Jones emerging victorious? Oh, why I? have yeah. already beat LA Knight twice on the same show. Like they, <laughs> they see him as a guy who can bring other people on. You know, at his age, like LA Knight's so weird. Like People take the piss out of him because he's, like, he's Stone Cold Kennedy Rock. Yeah, that's the thing yeah, that he gets beaten with. But I think he's really entertaining. Like I unironically think LA Knight is a fabulous mid card act, and I'll not take him seriously as a world title. But the thing about wins and losses in wrestling is that sometimes it gets overstated, even by myself. Someone like LA Knight kind of disrupts that way of thinking, and he can almost see the way WWE think of it, even though it's on a macro level insane. I don't care that LA Knight. It's probably got a shoddy win-loss record when you think about it. If he can pop you mm. with a single figure of speech in that voice of his, I mean, I don't care if he stared at the lights of last week. So he, yeah. t- he can certainly talk himself into yeah, a match. Yeah, absolutely. It's just really entertaining. Mm. Right, cheers to us. 
gentlemen. Um, one match that you are looking forward to is the first match of Cora Jade on NXT 2.0. Yeah. She's done stuff before, but they're billing this as her first NXT match. It's not, but it is, but it's not. Um, it's intriguing to see how she performs. I'm sure she's a very competent wrestler, but you're paying more attention to what's going on possibly outside the ring here. Yeah, yeah. Man. Trey Baxter. Trey Baxter. Like, he's going to be at ringside in my fantasy booking. And he's going to be, on the face of it, supportive of his lover. Mm-hmm. And there might be a little bit of, ah, she's bad than I am. And that annoys me a little bit, but you'll suppress it if you can act good because... I mean, no one can act in wrestling, but still, you know what I mean? It'd be preferable if he's not Dominic yeah. Mysterio. He literally said, don't be as crap as I am. Yeah. <laughs> so when she, in fact, has this really swift, well-received victory, he can be like, ah, well done, I'm really happy for you, sort of deal. And then he can emote with his face to say something like, God damn it, why couldn't I do that? I need myself a cape. It's going to be a superhero. It's going to be fantastic. Have another superhero wrestler, which is what the French viewers will definitely call him if he's a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, we're slightly confused. Normally, we just ever probably have French viewers. I don't think you've butchered the accent yet. Bonjour. (laughs) If we do have any French listeners, oh, they've gone. Okay. Um, Now there's a match that we know is happening. It was advertised last week. But we don't really know what it is, right? Because we had this argument earlier, and I'm as in the dark as you are because, yeah, again, WWE haven't advertised bloody anything ahead of time. They haven't even tweeted about this. So we had that eight-man blow-up last week. Tag champs, MSK, grizzled young veterans, Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, and Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Definitely didn't just have to check what their names were there. Now, you know, I assumed that it was going to be four-on-four match. The good guys, MSK, Briggs, and Jensen, versus the bad guys. Those are young veterans, and apparently Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. And then I look elsewhere on the internet, <laughs> and they're advertising this as a fatal four-way. Well, so I, I'm, I'm going to say it is a fatal four-way, because they can probably book them Better. Well, they can't. They book both of them terribly, but you know what I mean. Like it's such an unmemorable show, forgettable show. Did, what are they called? Brooks and Jensen? Yeah. Briggs and Jensen. Briggs and Brooks. He's, he's called Brooks Jensen, so that's Oh, right, okay. Know. So Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. Did they come out last in the promo train? Yes. So you'd think tag team champions have a promo. Two heel teams. Didn't they fight off the four of them together? MSK. Because Brooks was like, I'll be the first person pissed me off. Yeah, it's exactly. going to get a face. So, MSK and Briggs and Jensen yes. thwarted the four heels. But, but everyone, fi- wants a, everyone wants a tag team opportunity. So, it's going to be four-way now. Oh. I assume so. Who emerges victorious for you? I, mean, I don't even know what the match is. <laughs> I think MSK get pinned because that's how they booked. Yeah. In, in, regardless of what the match type is, whether it's a four-on-four or a four-way, I think MSK get pinned because that's how they book. That covers my backs. My backs? 
They're back. I've only got one. I think they're going to focus on Carmelo Hayes more as a single star. I know he's got this contract in it. He'll, he'll hold on to that and, and threaten your brand breakers of this world maybe when they become world champion even. With Trick Williams in his corner, I think that's a better dynamic. So I don't think they're winning. I don't see why on earth Briggs and Jensen would win. So I'm going to go with the grizzled young veterans. Of course. Because of course I am. Pinning the tag champs and hopefully getting that rematch. Because honestly, awesome. Awesome. that's one of the few genuine match of the week contenders. And that's including your AWs and yeah, the main yeah, roster yeah. for me. So if I'm booking... Well, I'm pushing Tony D'Angelo to goddamn move, but, <laughs> but I'm also booking these booking young veterans too. All the way over in New York City, how you do? Uh, what else have we got to talk about? Right, Perfect finally, square. Uh, there is potentially, I don't know, I'm anticipating more index honeymoon shenanigans. I was lucky enough to go away for two weeks on my honeymoon with my gorgeous wife to Jamaica. The earth shook, and there was an earthquake while we were there. How you doing? <laughs> Um, more Johnny-based shenanigans, eh? Because that's only going to rework for our British listeners. But Johnny, because of Gargano, but also what they put on a cax. It's what they put on the cax in, in the UK. Johnny's. What do you, have they got any nicknames for jo- uh, robbers? Rubber. Uh, yeah. It's called robbers. Give me a rubber. Hey, can I take this rubber off? <laughs> um, I'm not going to beat my... Clam stuff from the other week where I said that. Oh, a nice meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where like Dex Loomis in the restaurant's going to eat a clam. And then Indy Hartwell can say, oh, got some clams down in there as well. <laughs> if you want to <laughs> eat that. <laughs> Two pops. Double pop. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's all about getting shot. <laughs> so, what. Shag and stuff, can they do here? Well, I think I uh, just, just, I think that's genius. Like I say, we're not going to top that. But they did that thing, didn't they, last week? Where I think he could see, but they played it up like he couldn't. So when she was like, "Bloody hit me harder," or whatever, it was just a pillow fight because yeah. it's like edgy, but it's not, you know, it's not full penetrative sex on television, basically. <laughs> so I'm trying to think. What that's I'm just going to do a really vague one for this one instead because we've been pretty precise for the rest of the things. It's going to be something that can be insinuated to be sex related, but it's not going to be sex related. Like, ooh, what a big sausage you've got or something, and he's ordered some room service or something. Well, maybe they can go into uh, like back in the room. Gargano's back in the closet again, and um. I'm getting caught again. That's happened again. What are the, what are the odds? Hundred percent on NXT, but yeah, yeah. So they close the door, and um, Indy can say something. Like, oh, Dexter, there's a big problem down there. And uh, the insinuation is that she's uh, gonna suck his cock. <laughs> there's a big problem down there, Dexter. Let me have a look. <laughs> Cockney now. Can't do accents. <laughs> Bigger than I thought. And then Johnny would be like, oh my God, my daughter <laughs> is doing cocksuck and stuff. And, <laughs> and then it turns out like that uh, he's been bitten by Stingray. Oh, yeah. And then, and like when he comes out of the closet, I know, don't do that. 
And it's why I was just going to piss on it. <laughs> For the jellyfish. Yeah. Jellyfish. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, right, okay. I thought you went to some weird stuff there, you know, because the little king shit yeah. makes tea. <laughs> and then when uh, Johnny leaves the room, and didn't go, oh, God, that's that jellyfish. I've been wanting to do this for some time. <laughs> God bless you. God bless me. God bless that jellyfish. <laughs> and God bless the United States. <laughs> oh, please let them know your prediction for NAP 2.0. I love this show. Imagine if we didn't have this show. Obvious. Oh, it is the light of my life, this show. I'm so yeah. excited for tonight. Oh, well, let us know your thoughts on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... <laughs> M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam <laughs> Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Oh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts. Our raw review is available right now, and our review of NXT 2.0. Good luck, everyone! Is going to be out tomorrow, of course, as well. But for now, this has been the NXT 2.0 preview. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.